Welcome to the Chronically Well Podcast. I'm Callie Dixon, your host, and today I am interviewing Jason De Silva. He is a filmmaker. He is also someone who happens to have primary progressive MS, and he's going to share with us how he turned the camera on himself and ended up making a film that won an Emmy, um, all about his journey with MS. So stick around. You're going to love hearing from Jason. Okay, so you want to see what MS does to you. Let's just put it on camera. So it's like I'm learning, constantly learning the process, the creative process of making films. But I'm doing it with a failing body. See yourself on camera. So I've only been able to talk about and cope with my feelings because of these creative elements. You, you get like a, a step outside of yourself. Yeah. So you step out of yourself, unless you move into like a, a meta view of yourself. Yeah, you manage to understand your disease yeah. a little bit more and what you're going through. And you can actually vocalize it better too. It's your, my creativity is really the only, it's like the coping mechanism mm-hmm. for my, for my disease, for sure. Hello, everyone. I am here today with Jason De Silva, and I'm so excited to talk to him. Um, Jason is a documentary film director, writer. He's an activist. Um, you may know him for his Emmy award-winning award-winning film called When I Walk. Um, it follows the story of his diagnosis of primary progressive multiple sclerosis over a series of years. Um, so, Jason. Thank you for being here. Yeah, no problem. I am excited to be here. Thank you for having me on. Oh, man, it's my my pleasure. Um, I kind of just wanted to start out. Um, I know the first question I sent you is a little bit different, but um, I like for my guests to kind of know who they're talking to before they know their disease. <laughs> um, so yeah. what are, where are you at right now? Where are you living? And um, sort of what are you currently working on okay so i live in new york city i literally live right across the water from new york city it's got the east river and i'm across the east river right across from the empire state building so i can literally see it outside my window right now yeah it's nice it's um i'm uh, okay so another i'm working on uh Working on several different things. Okay. Um, the most important thing, well, relevant thing, is mm-hmm. I'm working on a film called When They Walk. When they Walk. So it's a trilogy that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. So it starts off with When I Walk. Mm-hmm. Then When We Walk. Then the third one will be When They Walk. That's awesome. So yeah. what's... We'll talk a little bit about, we're going to talk more about that because I want to get into when I walk first (laughs) and then I want to hear more um, about how it's progressed. Um, So you're obviously known, I've I've started this um, series uh, on creativity 
um, with chronic illness. And that's why I sought you out is, um, I was just looking for creatives who are using, um, some mode modality of their creativity to either, um, you know, be active about, um, promoting what they have. And, um, also just people who have used it as a way to like cope, you know, and, um, and there's just some beauty. I think I I feel like there's a lot of beauty and creativity when you are going through something difficult. So, um, I found you, I did some Googling (laughs) and, um, I found this filmmaker who was talking about his story and I just, um, I'm so, I'm so glad you agreed to talk about it. Um, and I was watching your first film, When I Walk, um, which that was, you went to Sundance for that, correct? Yeah, yeah. At the end of it all, it was, that was in Sundance. It is so crazy. How do you, like, how do you, <laughs> I'm going a little off script here, but how do you mentally prepare for something like that? Like, just, I'm, uh, I'm I just Sundance. had no, I, I had no, well, actually, no, that's not true. So, so I'm a little bit of like, uh, 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 I would just say I'm a little bit selfish. Not selfish, <laughs> but like a little bit. Uh, um, I, my Long story short, my very first film mm-hmm. when I was 21 years old yeah. was in Sundance. So, okay. so, ever, so even so out of the... You've had a lot of them. Uh, yeah, there's five films before this film. Okay, so what was that first so, one? That was called Olivia's Puzzle. Okay. And there, it was a short film in um, in in Sundance. And that was, well, I was able-bodied, but so so yeah. I've just, you know, Sundance is just a part of life. Yeah. For me, <laughs> as unromantic as that sounds. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, you're just like ah, oh, same old, same old. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah, I mean, I, dance again. It's always exciting. It's always exciting to be part of it. Yeah, but uh, but when you live the life with Jason, so that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Watching when I walk, um, there was the moment where you were um, on the beach and you start to fall and then everyone's trying to help you back up and um I think and I don't want to speak for everyone with a chronic illness but um I think those like first few symptoms or like when when it when you first realize that okay this is like not just some weird fluke thing that's happening to me like this is something like these symptoms aren't going away or like you have sort of that cloud, you know, that like starts to hover of shit. <laughs> like this is something and you know, like what you're going through is beyond normal. Um, so when I was watching that scene of you on the beach, I can't help but think that maybe, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that was um, one of those moments for you. Um, when did you know something was like not right? Um, and how, yeah. how did that feel? That was actually the moment. So yeah. this, uh, so if you didn't see the film, so uh, it is when I'm on the beach mm-hmm. in on the Caribbean cruise with my family, mm-hmm. and then I have a bout of MS, so we have uh, exacerbations, mm-hmm. and I'm on the beach, and I just cannot get up, 
mm. and everybody trying just cannot help lift me up. Mm. So um, yeah, that was the moment. So yeah, when I go back to say it's like the life of Jason Silva is getting into Sundance, but the life of Jason Silva is also getting a crazy MS disease that has uh, really changed his life from that moment on. Mm. That was when I was, I mean, it's fun going backwards like this. So I was 25 when that happened. Okay. Yeah, 25 years old. And uh, yeah, it was just like a huge wake up call for me. And it's funny because I was filming my life anyways with the mess, mm-hmm. but, and I was living with the mess. Okay. But I, I never had it in like a crazy direct confrontation like that. Okay. Where it was like, uh, okay, so you want to see what MS does to you? Let's just put it on camera. Yeah. How did you get comfortable doing that? Like, was that, was that a hard thing to decide to do? Or was that, I don't know, how did you make that decision? Um, I think at that time, I just, but doing it anyways. Yeah. So I, I, but I can tell you where it came from. So okay. my background is I'm a performance artist. Okay. So like I studied from, so I studied filmmaking, but I also studied being a performance artist in art school. So I had, uh, I have like a little bit of nerd history for you. <laughs> so I have a background of, uh, some artists like Vito Akanji, um, Yoko Ono did some performance art. So, um, what's her name? Um, so I forget the name. But there's been a few like really well-known performance artists that that I studied, and then because of that, it made me realize that I could do it, and I had practiced it in art school. Okay. So just turning the camera on myself was my video making process. Okay. But I had a whole history of art making before that that made me comfortable with it. Sure. That makes sense. Um how long have you been making films? Uh nineteen ninety eight, I think. Wow. Yeah, so I think it's been definitely over 20, 20 years now. 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah. What, like, do you feel that create, and so you were obviously making films before you got um, diagnosed. Um, but yeah. Do you feel like it has helped you at all cope with your illness or no? Yeah, it has for sure, for sure. So? so like that's the uh I would say that like it allow it's it's really helped me survive. So I've only been able to talk about and cope with my feelings because of these creative elements. Mm-hmm. So like it's a I'm sure that you may have seen this, like uh you you get like a a step outside of yourself. Yeah. So you step out of yourself unless you move into like a, a meta view of yourself or yeah. um in like a so you become a third person in a way. 
So that's why we see it is like Jason goes to the store. Jason, mm-hmm. Jason, there is Jason. Jason is on the beach. Jason mm-hmm. can't get up again. There's a plane flying overhead, and it, it is crazy chaos. So when you when you see yourself on camera, mm-hmm. you put yourself in that way. As like crazy as it sounds, as you don't become. Yeah, you manage to understand your disease a little bit more and what you're going through, and you can actually vocalize it better too. Yeah, that that makes total sense to me. In a different capacity for me, I didn't. I'm not. I'm not a filmmaker, Um, but when I started writing, I think it is. It gives you like you're saying that third person viewpoint. to look in and see what you're going through. And I think it's also like an escape. Like if I can engage in this creative aspect, like my disease actually doesn't get to control that. (laughs) Yeah, it's creativity. I mean, also like if you're a creative person, it's, it's great to be able to psychologically distance yourself Mm. from your own disease because of uh because of some through some creative means yeah like really really important action yeah do you do that through anything other than film uh yeah i do it through film i do it through writing so i do a lot of uh script writing and things like that and then um everything i've done see it's funny so everything before i got a mask Mm-hmm. was um, films or art about the art. When it was a canvas or, or writing, those would be internal. But mm-hmm. for the most part, my films and everything was me being a documentarian looking out at something. Mm-hmm. And then I just flipped it on myself. That's and cool. I, knew, I knew how to do that. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it was hard for sure. I'm sure to go from looking out to putting it all in. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I will say one other thing is like, yeah, you do get a extra sense of control mm. when, when you are at the, so it's odd. It's like when you are the subject and you're also the person filming so mm-hmm. if you're behind the camera and in front of the camera mm-hmm. at the same time, you get to um, you really get to control what's going on. To <laughs> really, yeah, I know yeah, that makes sense because if you're just if you're filming it, you're capturing it, but if you're yeah. but you're actually living it too. So yeah, yep, exactly. That's cool. Um, what obstacles has your illness created for your creativity? Okay, this is a two-part question, and it's a little, like, wordy tricky. So that the first part, what obstacles has your illness created for your creativity? But also, um, what obstacles of your illness has your creativity helped you to overcome? Okay, so that's a big question. One, both, so, however you want. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take the first one. Um, So what obstacles has your... Say it one more time. So what obstacles has your illness created 
for your creativity? Okay, so um, I would say the obstacles that my illness has created has been um, has been a lot of um, you know I I don't like to admit it, but I will admit it on this podcast. But like it's I'm a filmmaker who is getting worse, like. I'm a quadriplegic filmmaker and Mm -hmm. it's not getting any better. So like I am 20 years into having MS Mm -hmm. and this disease is not going away. Yeah. So it's like, I'm learning constantly learning the process, the creative process of making films, Mm -hmm. but I'm doing it with a failing body. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, like the, I just can't see the screen that I'm editing on a lot of the time. So I've blown up my screen really big. Mm. And then I have to make sure that I work with the correct editor. Mm. So just there, there's a lot of, there is a lot of constrictions that yeah. my disease has created. Yeah. How so you, part two. Yeah, part two. Um Part two, what obstacles of your illness has your creativity helped you to overcome? So flipping it. Oh, yeah. So so I think that that's what it does. Like uh, just the whole, it's kind of what comes back to what I said before. It's mm-hmm. your, my creativity is really the only, it's like the coping mechanism mm-hmm. or my for my disease, for sure. Yeah. 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 How else have you, um, cause man, like what you've gone through, I'm sorry. Like, first of all, it's not fair and it sucks. Um, but how, like, I'm sure there are a lot of people that listen to this, like are just, they're trying to figure out how to deal, how to cope. Um, how do they get to like, how do you, I don't even know if you're at a place of, of acceptance, but like, how do you, continue living down a path that's so like you know that it's going to get worse like how do you do that how have you coped with that i have i have no idea so i will <laughs> so I'll use this as a transition so mm-hmm. talk from when i walk to talk to when we walk mm-hmm. so when we walk is about losing my son so my mm-hmm. ex-partner and my partner and my son moved to texas mm. and all of a sudden he wasn't in my life I'm so and uh and yeah and it's so far so yeah from new york and i realized that through the making of that film i really got to know the healthcare system mm. and that i could not move to texas mm-hmm. and i was completely unsupported to get to texas mm. and uh through that film i learned about that uh but yeah so that was definitely one thing that that the filmmaking process or that creativity taught me. Yeah, helped you to cope. Um, yeah. I'm so sorry. Like I was just talking to someone this morning. I was like, you know, anything can happen to me and it sucks. But like you take my kid away or something happens to my kid. I don't know. I don't know how I would, I don't know how I would deal with that. 
So it's crazy. So like I wake up every day and I just think about my son. It's really, really crazy. It's like you're like for three years of your life, you was here and like you get really excited and you're all. I really thought that it was a something like you know you just pretend you're like yeah. okay it's my kid I'm gonna raise my kid and yeah. then he's just gone. Oh man, so do you That's ever crazy. Do you ever get to see him? Yeah, I go down to Texas and he comes up, okay. uh, but it's nowhere near. It's like it's not the same hope and dreams that I had of. Uh, yeah. Having a kid, taking a kid, my son to right. school, doing my homework with doing his homework with them, like coaching through a soccer game, things like that. Mm. Like all those basic things are like no more. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Tell me about your son a little bit. What's his name? His name is Jace. Jace. So like me, but his name is J A S E. That's so Jace to tell it. Yeah. Is is he gonna be a filmmaker like his daddy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he really likes the process. Yeah. He, he has he has like it. So but I just haven't been able to be around him just to get him to play with the process so much. Yeah. But but he does like it. Yeah. Well I hope um I hope that changes for you that you get to see him more. Because um, that's got to be hard. Probably almost Thanks. harder than dealing with your illness. He, yeah, it is. That's the uh, see. That's like the difficulty is like really separating mm-hmm. that tragedy from the other tragedy. <laughs> yeah. Trying to trying to function amongst both of them together. Yeah. I'm trying to make it work. Yeah, and so that's the kind of the theme of um, when we walk. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, yeah, that's when we walk. Awesome. Um, thanks for sharing that. I know that's got to be a tough thing to talk about. So, no, that's okay. It's been going around. So, like, when we walk, has played, uh, so it's been in theaters all around the country. Okay. It's um, going to be at the New York Human Rights Film Festival. Coming up, it's going to be at the Margaret Mead Film Festival. So if anybody's here in New York, you could uh, catch both of those films. Okay, yeah. It's like a double feature with When I Walk. So When I Walk and When We Walk will play back-to-back. Sweet. Sweet. So um, send me that. Um, I'll look up that information and, or send me the links, and I'll, I'll, put yeah. that, I'll put that in the show notes so anybody who's interested yeah. can go. One thing I do know, it's on October 19th. October 19th. Okay. Yeah, but I will, I will send it to you. If you're in New York, you should not miss that. Will you, will you be attending? Yeah, of course. I'll be at both screening. Awesome. At the Margaret Mead Film Festival. So you guys have got to go see Jason. Um, yeah. What is, um, I'm going to ask for, I want to make sure I honor your time here, um, but I really wanted to talk to you a little bit about, is it Access, Access Lab, Access Map? Can you tell yeah. me? Yeah more about those yeah so access lab is the overall nonprofit, but i want to talk about access map is the biggest one so access map is 
a map of all the disability-friendly places around the world. It's powered by Google Places API, which basically, in essence, means any place on Google is going to be on the map. Okay. And vice vice versa. So, so we're going out and just rating tons of places. We have over 140,000 places rated right now, and it just keeps growing. So, the more and more people can get on there, and it's super easy to use. Go to axsmap.com, and they can rate and review. There's a kind of I've been doing it for years. So I've been doing it for over 10 years. So it's uh, yeah, and then the whole world is doing it. That's amazing. So it's just a fun way to do it. Yeah, yeah, and so then everybody can just contribute. And um, do you see? <laughs> sorry, it's my dog. Um, <laughs> do you see businesses kind of changing things because they see that they're not on the map that they want to make yep. it more accessible? Yeah. Yeah, that way, and uh, it does. It works in two ways. So they're not on the map, or they care about the map yeah and then they make their places successful awesome. and that that's an ideal situation i love that and so people can um they can just download the app or how do they how do they contribute how do they rate yeah they can uh, they could i would the best way to do it is just go on the website so okay. it's uh, axsmap.com Okay, I'll link. They can read read and review on that. Okay, really easy. That's so cool. All the things you've done, I love it. It's so good. Um, So you're working on. You have already filmed the most recent film, or you're working on it now. I'm working on when they walk right now. When they walk. Okay, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So this film will be following the accessibility throughout the world so the making of access map so it is it's going to be following that whole thing okay yeah so where when i walk what's about me Mm -hmm. when we walk what's about me and my son Mm -hmm. uh when they walk will be about me and uh, the larger movement of accessibility i love it um i I don't know. I just love seeing people. And this is the whole point of all of this who have taken something that really is shitty and you could just like hold yourself up in your house, your apartment or whatever, and feel sorry for yourself. Or you could go and make films about it and start movements. And I'm just really proud of you. And I'm really really thankful that you let me talk to you today. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's great that you're doing this because I really wish that there was more um, venues like this where people can get their stories heard. Yeah. Just because there's uh, so much work that needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah, I think that there's such a finality. Like when you hear, okay, this is chronic, this is forever. People, it's just like, okay, they put a period, you know, at the end of their story. And it's like, I want to bring stories like yours and other people's. Sometimes it's, you know, it's just the, this is where you start then and you have definitely done that so um I I do want to ask one last thing um for anyone that's listening who has been newly diagnosed with primary progressive MS 
Any pointers? What are some things that you wish if somebody had been sitting with you in that room after you got the diagnosis, what do you wish you had been told? Uh, I think two things. It's not that it's going to be a tough road, but it's not an impossible road, mm-hmm. I think. And then um, to use creativity as a way to um, fight what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. You couldn't have been a perfect, more perfect guest for this series. Um, you've hit on everything. Yeah, you've just hit on everything that I was hoping I could um, get out there. So thank you, Jason. Um, yeah, thank you. For anyone who wants to know more about your films, I will link everything you've already mentioned, but like, how can they get in contact with you or follow you or stay up to date with everything that you're working on? So all the updates were really easy. It's go on the website. So when I walk.com. Okay. When we walk.com has them all. Uh, I haven't put up when they walk yet. Okay. And then you also go to accessmap.com. Awesome. And when will when they walk be available? Hopefully it shouldn't take as long as the other two. Okay. That's my plan. The other two took Yeah, the first one was years. six years, yeah. And same with the second one. Was it? So okay. I, I don't like that it landed in this like <laughs> long time. It's called Cinema Verite. Okay. The Cinema Verite format of making movies. Mm-hmm. It's too crazy. They yeah. take too long. Yeah, I bet. Not as long as, what was that one a while back? Boy? That, or Boyhood? I don't Boyhood know. Boyhood was 12 years. Yeah, 12 I know. years, yeah. But. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for making people who have illnesses like yourself see that you can still live a really meaningful, beautiful life. Yeah, thank you. And then uh, one last note. So Boyhood was was a narrative film and there was no chronic illness involved, right? So so that's one big difference. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I don't know what uh, what the answer is there but uh, which one is better uh, yours are good yours are better (laughs) (laughs) we'll go with that (laughs) everyone watch them and decide for yourself right yeah, I think I'm just a crazy person that likes to make these long <laughs> format films. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that I I I haven't seen the second one to be honest, but the first one, I think just seeing the progression, um, I feel like that was so much more powerful to see it over time. Um, cool. I don't know. I feel like you felt it a little bit more, um, seeing exactly what you were experiencing. So. Yeah. So thanks for sharing your story. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for agreeing to this. Thanks for being patient while I was at my kids' swim lesson. Um, I appreciate it, Jason. I appreciate all that you're doing. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. I I appreciate all you're doing with this podcast. Thanks. I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. Well, you have a great day. Enjoy staring out your window at the Empire State Building. Hey, thanks a lot. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening today, friends. I am so glad you've decided to check out the Chronically Well podcast. I'm particularly glad that you listened to this episode because Jason is one inspiring kind of guy um, and exactly what I've been looking for on this podcast. People who may have an illness but still live amazing lives. Um, So if you found this interesting, if you would like to hear more from this podcast, there's actually more episodes over on iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts from. And here's the other thing. Um, If you liked it, go ahead and subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. Also, a rating on iTunes would be fantastic. Um, because then I know that you guys actually like what you're listening to and I can make more of it. So thanks for being here. And remember that even though you may have something really difficult in front of you, you may be in pain, you may have an illness, you can still live your life well. See you next time, friends.